Hi, I'm Kyra Carlin, and I'm so excited that you decided to sit in with us on BU Unapologetically podcast. This podcast for me is the thing that created my life. I have been living my life behind closed doors, feeling like I had to show up for everybody else. It wasn't until I decided to show up for me unapologetically that I started living my life. I'm on a mission to help women find who they are and love themselves every single day to show up as them. I want you to be you unapologetically. So stay tuned for the rants, the raves, and the side notes of all the things that I have going on in my life to help show you what's possible for you. I want you to be you unapologetically. Good morning and welcome to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I am Kyra Carlin and Lord help me through this episode. So if you are listening to this in real time, I am dealing with life right now, like middle of finishing up what we would call a quote, quote, remodel. Basically, we had to gut the seams of our living room, kitchen, dining room, all one huge room and tackle family life and get it done and repainted ourselves because we are cheap. (laughs) And then on top of that, just like running a business from home, everybody being home at that time, like a full house of family, and then throw in about a week's worth of sick kids. Like someone has been sick since last Monday. It's Tuesday. Someone has been sick every day since then. And it has just like thrown me for a loop. Um, So I'm an Enneagram three. And if you guys do not know what your Enneagram number is, like I highly, highly suggest just Googling Enneagram test. There are plenty of free ones. They have some that you can pay for. But if we're being super honest, like unless you have a reason to pay for them, I truly just believe in taking the free one to kind of understand what your number would be and then do your own research from there. It's a personal preference. So for me, I'm a three. So that means I am an achiever. And that means I feel my best when I'm getting stuff done. And what's hard about that is like sometimes the things that you need to get done or that you are doing, they depend on other people. And that is one of the hardest things for me. So I really want to talk about giving yourself grace during certain circumstances where it's You don't have control of what is going on. Like, so I have to remember, I have to control what I can control. So getting upset because my to-do list isn't getting done or getting upset because something else isn't getting done or I cannot finish something, it is literally, it's a never-ending task or a double-edged sword, whichever one you want to look at it because you, I mean me, me, understood me is it's hard for me because I just want things to be done and I want them done right and I want them done right now. And I don't know if that is strictly an Enneagram 3 or a mom character or an achievers character, but I know that that's my personality and when things like a wrench gets thrown in or something doesn't go the way it's planned, it's very hard for me to not be anxious and not it's to stay calm. 
So what I have been practicing more than anything uh, is literally giving myself grace and backtracking and like reminding myself of my gratitude practice. And I know I've talked to you guys about this so much, but it's truly the thing that's changed my life versus like, okay, not just my business, not it's like everything in my life. If it helps me, then it's a ripple effect of everything. Um, so what I've had to do is truly like backtrack and count my blessings like, okay, but what is good about this situation. And that's not always easy to do, especially if you're not used to doing it. And it can sound like hocus pocus. It can sound like, you know, she is crazy and maybe a hippie, but I promise you, you cannot be anxious and grateful at the same time. So if you're feeling anxious, you're feeling overwhelmed, you have to take a step back and be like, okay, but what's good about the situation? So for me, let's like tackle talking about my remodel. If you follow me on Instagram, then you've been through like the whole thing. And it's been a couple years of me truly like wanting this done, but wanting it out of a place of need or lack. So I was feeling like if I did not have a white living room, then I was not good enough. And I know that's like, okay, dramatic much? Yes, I am dramatic. But those were the literal thoughts that were going through my mind, even during times like even during good times, even during times where I feel my best, where I'm proud, and I am just, you know, on top of the mountain, you feel great. Those thoughts still were in my mind. And like, looking back, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Well, what's wrong with me is that I am an achiever. Um, I have found that you will fall in love with people for the same, like you'll end up hating them for the same reasons why you love them. So for me as an achiever, a lot of people love me because like, okay, we know that she gets shit done. But then it's like, I will also be on the other end of the spectrum and be like, ugh, all she wants me to do is get stuff done. It's like, well, do you love her or do you hate her for it? And sometimes it's like both. Like I love that you love to get stuff done, but it's very annoying that all you want to do is get stuff done. And I can I can guarantee you my husband can attest to this. One of the things that he is most proud of for me is because I just love to I love to just do it. I want to get it done. But it's annoying to him because sometimes that means that I want him to help me and because like I'm not able to do it on my own. I'm not exactly able to move an entire couch on my own or something like that. So it's like the thing that he loves about me is also the thing that annoys me. And I think that's true with anybody and everybody. So what I have found is that during those times when you feel yourself like almost getting out of control, almost letting your emotions take over the situation, it's like you have to take that back step, like count down, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I guess that's counting up, but 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And just take an evaluation of like, what is good in this situation? So for me, I had to be like, I am finally getting the living room and the kitchen of my dreams, or at least we are working one step closer to it. And it was funny because when I gave myself grace was when it happened. So I have been like, like I said, the last couple of years of really like hounding and not in a positive way not like oh I can't wait for it to be like this but just more negative like if only my living room if only this I wish it was this I can't stand this like it was really coming out of a place of negativity even though there were other great things going on in my life and I think that's something that's really hard it's really hard to remember that even when things are going good you are still going to have negative times negative things negative mindsets about certain things and I think sometimes people think when you're either successful or things are going great that everything is going great 
And I heard this analogy from a Matthew McConaughey graduation speech, and he was talking about the things that are important in your life are like bank accounts. So you have a debit and a credit. And so let's say your relationships, your business, your like even your house looks so like housework, um, your spiritual or your financial. Every single one of them is a separate bank account. And the thing is, you're never going to be in the positive on all of them at the same time. So if you are robbing Peter to pay Paul, if you are taking money or time out of your relationship, it's probably getting put into your business. So your business is gonna be in the positive, but your relationship's gonna be in the negative. And the same goes for like your housework or parenting or spiritual, like, and what you have to do is during those times when it's negative, take a step back and reevaluate, okay, what can I do to either like help this, make this better, or make it less bad? So if I look back and I'm like, my business is booming, but my husband has been neglected or he feels left out or he doesn't feel good enough because I have not given him any attention, that's where I have to like try and do what is not possible of balancing like there is no balance I hope everybody completely understands that and can quit chasing it you're not looking to balance everything out you're just looking to give the attention on the things that are the most negative so if your relationship is really in the gutter or you're really feeling that negative energy from your relationship that's where you're gonna have to stop putting so much positive into something else and start giving it somewhere else And I think that's the hardest part and that's what goes along with giving yourself grace that we don't necessarily talk about. I think sometimes whenever people say give yourself grace, you're like, oh, just let it be okay. That's not necessarily what it is. What it means is like it's easy to show up when it's easy. It's easy to show up when it's good, right? Like it's easy to show up to work whenever you go there and you're praised. It's easy to, you know, hop on a team call or give back to your team or, you know, whatever it may be with your business. It's easy to do that when you're being successful. But how hard is it to show up in your business when you're getting crickets in your inbox or when no one's, you know, commenting back on your post or you're not getting anything back from your team? It's really hard to dive in there and give it the positive attention when if you would give your husband positive attention, it's an instant gratification. So when I say give yourself grace, I think it's less of like, oh, let it be okay that you're failing or let it be okay that you're not doing enough, but more of like, take a reevaluation of where are you actually spending your time and how are you giving it energy? So to backtrack, I know this is probably a lot at one time, but it all ties back into this house remodel is like an example. Um, But I was giving all of my negative energy to it. And so nothing was happening. Like no movement was being done. Like it wasn't even a possibility. It wasn't even like oh, we'll get it done soon. It was just kind of like put it off because I don't feel like listening to you complain about it. And then it was truly a moment. Like I was making my vision board and I was writing on there, like I live in my dream house and I put a picture up of a different house. It looks so similar to the one that I'm living in, which is funny. Um, I wrote that all out and then I literally went through, deleted the picture and deleted the words and I put up a picture that is very similar to my kitchen Um, and I put in there, I live in my dream kitchen or I have, maybe I have or I build, I don't remember, but it was something like that where it was putting the context of giving the energy of being okay with what I have but loving what I have versus feeling the need to change it. 
And I am not kidding you. That was a Monday, right? It was either Monday. No, it was a Tuesday. Welcome to my life. It was a Tuesday. I put that out and I printed out the picture. My husband had not even seen the picture, had no idea. Like, it's not like I had been talking about it. And he comes home that evening and he was like, hey, I wanted you to know drywall can come tomorrow. So we're going to need to move everything off of the walls and away from here because he's going to come and he's going to start and then he will finish by this weekend. And it was like I had chills over my body. You guys, the re- the reason I will believe in this, like till I am blue in the face, I will say it till I'm out of breath. I believe that happened because I stopped putting negative energy into something that I wanted. I didn't come from it from a place of lack. I didn't come from it from a place where I had to have something, but more of like, okay, I I want to be happy right now. I don't want to be happy once I have a new house. I don't want to be happy once we spend more money, once we do A, B, and C. I want to be happy right now. And so when I wrote down I live or I have my dream kitchen, the things that in the picture that was similar to my kitchen were things that were possible for me. Like it was possible for me to paint the walls. It was possible for me to change or paint the backsplash and truly feel at peace and in love with my kitchen versus feeling like I will not be happy until I have a new house. So it really was like a moment of let go and let God because the minute I quit putting so much negative energy and time and thoughts into something and like let it go and gave myself grace to love where I'm at, be appreciative of what I have, put some energy, some good energy into that versus the things of showing up that are going great for me. When I stopped giving it so much power was when it happened. And I think that goes along with your business. It goes along with your relationship. It goes along with all these other things. If you would quit putting so much negative energy into how great it's not and be like, okay, what am I willing to work with? I hope you're still with me on this one. It's kind of a ranty tangent one, but it's really comes down to like, what are you willing to work with what you have with what you've got, right? What are you willing to do with your relationship that you have now? Getting a new one's not going to fix it. And getting a new job's not going to fix your negative energy towards your actual business or your, you know, your career. If you think working in this store is terrible, but if you could only go to the next store, then it would be better. I want you to give yourself some grace, reevaluate what is making this so bad and what are you willing and what can you do to change it? And I think you'll be so incredibly surprised at how different you're going to feel and how much energy is going to be exchanged and how much you're able to grow in that area if you would quit giving it such a negative thought or a negative energy towards your life. So I hope this was helpful for you guys today. Um, I try and lead with example of things that are going on with my life. I know that I cannot teach from a place of things that I don't know about. So I always try to think of the things that are going on with my life. I let them be learning examples so that I can help somebody else do the exact same thing. So if this was helpful for you, 
or you know somebody that this is something that they would need, that this would be great in their life, I ask that you take a screenshot of this and post it on your stories. Tag me. I love seeing them. Tag your friend that needs to hear it. Um, It just truly warms my heart to know that the advice that I am giving could truly make a difference in someone else's life that allows them to give themselves some grace and grace and really move forward and the things that Thank you guys so much for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I would appreciate it if you could subscribe and maybe give me a rating for what you love about this podcast. I appreciate all the reviews and your love and support means more to me than you will ever know. 